0: This is Geek Gamer Weekly, episode number 36 for Monday, August 9th, 2010. Torchlight Express. Geek Gamer Weekly is brought to you by GoToMeeting. GoToMeeting.com slash tech podcast. Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of Geek Gamer Weekly. This is the uh, podcast for geeks and gamers. Uh, we talk about stuff that's in those two categories. Just stuff, I guess. Just stuff. stuff. Geeks, <laughs> geek ca- categories, and gaming categories. Uh, joining us here on the show, the cast of players that you've grown to love. First, from Monroe, he uh, he is our newest. Uh, entertainment's manager, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and John, you do realize what is involved in the title of entertainment's manager?
1: Yes, yeah, so you take it to uh, take you to cultural shows. No, no,
0: no, that's not no. What? No, no, John, uh, entertainment. John's a new hookup. Woo! John's John's a pimp. What? That's right. No, you're a pimp. No, no, no. no. That's not what it means. John is the entertainment manager of uh, Geek Gamer Weekly. Thanks, John.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but. No, nope, no buts. That's, that's, it. You're, you're, that's it. That's it. That's all there is to it. Um, oh, man. Also on the show uh, this week, uh, you know him, you love him, and he's our newly crowned executive producer of Geek Gamer Weekly. We bring to you Umberto Lenzi. Yay! Give it up! Give it up!
2: As of this moment, all talent is fired.
3: <laughs> Damn it. All, I right. Knew it. Okay. all right. See ya.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to my show. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: hey, I'm fired.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm,
2: I'm good. <laughs> Proceed. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh wait, I'm hired yeah. back now? Yeah, I get a bonus check at the oh,
0: end. Oh, it's, wow. Not only do you get the fire to staff, but you get a you get a bonus. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a win.
3: I'm <laughs> pretty sure Umber doesn't know what producer means.
1: <laughs> Is it worse than yeah. the entertainment? Uh...
3: Well, you might as well just replace that title with show bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, also uh joining us this week on geek Ge- gamer weekly uh our newly a uh, newly crowned correspondent of the oregon bureau he's the chief of the oregon bureau joe falby what's up joe hey how's it going good joe uh so so where have you been uh for the past few weeks uh our listeners you know i've been getting countless emails wondering where where did joe go
3: I I believe it. I can understand. I'm the life of the show. Yeah. Um,
0: where did where did Joe go? Where did Joe go? Where,
3: uh, well, uh, actually, uh, last week I was in Hawaii again. Um, for those of you me count, that was the second time this year. It's a
2: second home. Uh,
3: I, yeah, I'd like to think so. Anyway, <laughs> um, before that though, I just had family over, and it just timing never quite worked out right. And anyway, that was that was what happened for a couple episodes. But last week I was in Hawaii again. Uh, this time I was on the big island with some friends. We got to do some scuba diving and a bunch of stuff like that. If uh, if I'm uh, a friend of yours on Facebook, you probably saw some pictures a friend of mine put up, uh, you know, documenting some of our exploits. And I have a bunch of photos.
0: <coughs> David, my your mind out of the gutter. Exploits. With, yep. man- with manta rays, no less, right?
3: Uh, all kinds of things, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and joining us this week, which, which must seem like, honestly, a record because we've had David so, on so much, and uh, we're, we're happy to have him back again from, uh, from WastedSeconds.com. We have David Miller. What's up, Dave?
4: Yeah, I don't have a spiffy title.
0: No, you're just WastedSeconds.com. That's all you <laughs> are. <laughs>
4: maybe I should update the site more. Well,
0: maybe maybe we will, we'll call you the retro, retro ana- ana- analyst or something like that. Well, what uh, do you think about chiral Creek?
4: Cynical retro gamer.
0: Cynical retro gamer. Extraordinary. <sighs> the
4: so, one that hates them all and still plays them.
0: <laughs> well, some with 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 so much happening last week uh we had Mr. Uh, Chris Cashman on and if if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to episode 35, uh please do so. It, it was a lot of fun having Chris here. He uh talked with us about why Joe wasn't here. Uh no. Uh we talked, <laughs> we talked a lot about one vs. one hundred, uh the history of the uh, short lived in my opinion two season show, uh on Xbox Live, but uh, we're we're uh, we're very happy to be back this week with another installment of, of our stuff. Uh, you know talking about geek stuff. You know last week one of the big stories uh, was the release of the jailbreak for the iPhone 4 and we we did touch on it It actually it was released when we were recording the show last week um, and in case you don't know jailbreakme.com is the website that you go to on your mobile Apple device it will it should it's supposed to work on your iPod Touch as well and and David did you did you try it again or did you just give up
4: I eventually did get it to work so it is jailbroken now I try I've got a Game Boy emulator on it and that's about all I've done with
0: it oh see See, there you go. And and what do you? Uh, did you find it easy? Did you, do you like it?
4: Yeah, just going to that site, just swipe, sit there and wait for about three minutes, and then it's done.
0: Sweet. Now, Joe, uh, you still have a you have a three G, right, Joe? Yes, I do. And uh, you're jailbroken or not?
3: Uh, my three G is jailbroken. And uh,
0: what? Uh, for someone who's listening and, and wanting to probably know, you know, jailbreaking, and you know, if you're listening to the show you probably already know what jailbreaking is, but what is this jailbreaking? Ooh. Joe, you want to put in layman's terms <laughs> for, for someone who's listening, uh, what is jailbreaking and what's why is it a good idea to do?
3: Well you want I to try can try that. <laughs> I can I can give you a really good history of it and why people did it originally, or I can give you kind of an overview of what the purpose is of it today.
0: Back in the day.
3: Well, the, uh, the original, John's of day. course, everybody knows the original iPhone uh, was limited. You could not install any third-party apps. There was no SDK for it. Apple said web apps are good enough. That's what everybody gets. That's what everybody has. Uh, obviously, there are hacker types who didn't like that answer, so they <laughs> came up with a process to get access to the phone so they can install their own apps. That's how jailbreaking started. It, it was that process so that you could install third-party stuff that Apple didn't approve that wasn't web-based. Uh, when Apple introduced the Apple Store, a lot of people thought, well, maybe jailbreaking is going to go away because now you can develop apps that aren't web-based for the iPhone. Yeah. Um, of course, Apple decided that they were going to limit and control what ended up in the Apple Store, so jailbreaking stayed around for the apps that wouldn't be allowed on the Apple Store, uh, things like um, – Using your phone as a modem and and other things like that, uh, some more advanced programs and uh, especially some of the customization on the iPhone since you can't really change program icons or anything like that with jailbreaking, you could. Now, that's the primary reason for jailbreaking. Now, in the middle of all this is uh, also what what's called unlocking. Uh, the iPhone, as it's sold in the United States, is locked to AT&T. Um, around the rest of the world, at least in most countries, you can get an unlocked iPhone. You can get an iPhone that you can carry to any GSM carrier. You just throw in a uh, a SIM card, or in the iPhone 4's case, a micro SIM card, and you can use it on any carrier you want. Uh, Canada is a great example of that. You can buy an iPhone in Canada and use it on either of the GSM carriers up there. And It doesn't matter. There'll, you pay full price for it.
0: Well, but. let me let me jump on that real quick. The the only exception to that is you you got to buy the phone directly from Apple. If you get the phone through like Rogers or uh, I forget one of the other provi- like Bell I think that they're a cell carrier up there it actually is locked to the carrier until you finish out your contract so right it, yeah so if you want it unlocked you got to get it from Apple
3: well in general if you buy the the phone for full price outside of the United States you're usually going to get unless you're you know again buying it through uh, one of the cell companies you're usually going to end up with an unlocked phone that you can use to, on any carrier um, that does GSM that's the, the basic background of, of of jailbreaking. The reason I have mine jailbroken is really mostly for phone as a modem. Um I have an app on my phone that'll turn it into a little wireless AP. Um I can have pretty much as many computers as, as I'd like to have uh connect to that wireless network and browse the web through the, the phone's three G connection. It's been really, really <gasps> Joe, handy.
0: Joe no but you t A D T doesn't want you to do that, Joe. What what the hell are you doing? No, well,
3: well, AT and T doesn't mind you doing that with the iPhone 4 as long as you pay them an extra twenty bucks a month. Um, then it's, the problem is, <laughs> limited if data. you do that, you all you unlock is USB tethering, so USB and Bluetooth tethering, which really still doesn't work if you have an iPad like I do. That's right, uh, and want to get on the internet. So, my, I had two big hesitations. I I'm, I probably will upgrade to an iPhone 4 sometime relatively soon. I had two big hesitations on it. One was there wasn't any jailbreak available. Now there is. Uh, and two I really really would rather have the white iPhone 4 Um, I've always had a white iPhone I like the white look better Uh, you know I'd rather stick with that but since Apple just you know recently announced that uh, the white iPhone 4 is only going to be coming out later this year uh, I don't know if I I, you know I'm not at first I was like well if it's only going to be less than a month I'll just wait now it's later this year I'm not sure if I want to wait anymore
0: yeah you know, my my, uh, my wife was in the same boat. She really wanted uh, the white one. Um, and, you know, she thought, yeah, it's just around the corner. Now it's going to be later this year. Looks like it may not happen for a while. <laughs> and so uh, now she's ready just to, to jump on board. She doesn't really care less about the jailbreak. But, you know, she likes some of the cool little features, you know, themes and, and that sort of thing. So, so it, it's there. It's released now. Um, it works across... Multiple devices, the iPad it works for, the iPhone, iPod Touch. Uh, JailbreakMe.com is the website. Now, if you go to JailbreakMe on a normal computer, uh, it'll give you instructions. You're supposed to run this from your device. And you do a real swip, easy, quick swipe, and you're good to go. That's all you got to do. Thanks for that, Joe, by the way. That's hopefully informative for uh, anybody listening who's afraid. I I would say this What, what would you say. I mean to me the number one feature of jailbreaking is it allows you to do gives you more freedom to do what you want to do with your phone. If you want to have a uh, custom sound effects for when you get text messages, you can have that. If you want custom themes and icons, you can have that. If you want un- unlock the phone and take it to another carrier. Uh now granted here in the states, the only option is T-Mobile. If you li- or if you know if I want to take my phone to Canada, I could can pop in a Canadian uh, micro SIM or something. What would you say Joe? in your eyes, top reason to do it?
3: I, I think the the ones you listed are gray reasons. Something to keep in mind if you want to carry your phone uh, to a different carrier. In the U.S., uh, T-Mobile is the only other option you have, and they use a different frequency for their 3G data, so you won't get 3G. Um, but uh, the only other thing I might add would be that the you know Internet... Tethering feature. Um, that's that's what I use it for almost exclusively. I really don't have a whole lot else in, installed. Um, I had some theming stuff installed at one point. A lot of it just seemed to slow the phone down. Um, you, you know, it, I think it just varies person to person. There's there are a lot of things you can get on a jailbroken iPhone that you can't get on a regular iPhone. Um, I know the. Uh, One thing I I, I should add and and I know the biggest fear people have with jailbreaking is that they're going to somehow destroy their phone or ruin their phone and they're never going to be able to get it to work. And oh my god, what if something breaks and I have to take it to Apple and have it repaired and they're going to know it's jailbroken and then my warranty's out the window. Those are – I mean to some degree those were legitimate concerns. Now jailbreaking is really, really safe. Um, There are a lot of methods to recover a jailbroken phone that isn't booting or something like that. I've had that happen on my phone. I had my phone go bad on me. And I couldn't boot it. It didn't work. Nothing I did fixed anything on the phone. But you can always put it in recovery mode uh, through manipulating the buttons the right way. Uh, Plug it into your computer and you can reinstall a new, um, you know, a brand new uh, firmware. And you don't have to worry about it. The same thing goes for if you have another problem with it. As long as it's not a problem that keeps the phone from working completely, you can always restore back to a set default setup. um, And then take your phone into, into an Apple store and say, hey it's not working and I tried restoring it last week and that didn't fix anything. And that's your excuse for why it has all brand new data on it. (laughs) So I actually had to do that with my iPad. I had a a dead spot on the digitizing screen where you would touch and nothing would happen. And of course I had it jailbroken basically since the jailbreak for the iPad came out and uh, I finally took it in to fix it. And one of the first questions they asked me is, have you restored it? And I said, yes, I just restored it last week. That's why there's no data on it. (laughs) So, um, uh, you know so they replaced it with a no questions asked even though it had been jailbroken of course yeah. you know I didn't openly admit that I would jailbroken it um, there's such a thing as can do just now. Too. But, just, uh, just uh, now
0: that's right yes. john john yeah you got him on it yeah
3: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you're 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 recording this and passing it on to apple joseph has jailbroken his uh, his <laughs> I-, I devices yeah
2: yep. ladies and gentlemen okay i get it so jailbreak is like piece of pie okay <laughs>
3: It's nice. I, I would say if you're curious about it, you know, try jailbreaking your phone. See if you like it. Some people really like it. Some people it doesn't provide them any advantage. You know, it you really can't hurt the phone. And uh, according to the um, Supreme Court, regardless of what Apple seems to think or Apple tries to say or Apple tries to tell you, it is perfectly legal to do.
0: That's right. The Library of Congress ruled uh, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, that. Uh, and the reason why it's the Library of Congress is they're, they're the uh, keepers of the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, and they're able to form uh, adjustments as needed uh, to that. And they deem that, yes, it is legal to uh, jailbreak your iPhone and iPad to run uh, custom applications as you wish. Uh, Apple will love to remind you though that it is against the warranty to do so but as Joe mentioned, you know, just restore it, wipe your phone, take it in and you have nothing to worry about. And besides, usually, you know, one of the troubleshooting steps of trying to fix any device is they'll say, "Hey, have you restored your phone?" So, no big deal. No harm, no foul. Uh, I want to remind everybody that this show, The Geek Gamer Weekly show is brought to you by GoTo Meeting. GoToMeeting is there for you if you're looking to get together and collaborate with a group of people like us. You know, we could use GoToMeeting to to do the show, really. Joe could run the app on his iPad. He could have been sitting on the beach in Hawaii and been on the show with us using GoToMeeting. That allows you to collaborate with five people or 100 people. Uh, it helps you uh, bring everyone together without having to worry about all those silly travel costs. Trying to get a hotel, rental car, and anything else out there that you need when traveling, and then you have to get those stupid little small things of toothpaste, stick them in a clear, quart-sized uh, bag, and then Joe gets to get scanned at the airport. It's it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, but, hey, right now we have a really great special offer for you to try as a listener of Geek Gamer Weekly. You can head over to this special website, and that's uh, go2meeting com slash techpodcast. That's go2meeting com slash techpodcast. Hit that site right now. We'll give you a free 30-day trial. Just type in a little bit of information, and bam, you can try it. And you can do as many meetings as you want. So, you know... You don't have any friends with you today. You can try tomorrow. Uh, David, you know, you can do however you want to do it. He doesn't have any friends. doesn't have any friends. But <laughs> but you can try it out. Go to com slash tech podcast. Go to that website. You get a free 30-day trial. And uh, they're brought to you by the people at Citrix. They, you know, they stand behind what they do. One of the originators of remote desktop uh, on, on Windows, you know, they, they know how to do this and do it well. And and also, by the way, you know, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to use this stuff. They offer twenty four seven customer support. It's included with the account. Try it out. Go to meetings dot com slash tech podcasts. We thank them for supporting us. Geek Gamer Weekly, uh, which is also a part of the uh, Tech Podcasts Network. The Tech Podcasts Network is is huge. It, it's got a, what's the what's a good word, John? Uh, for like. You know, a lot, like a what's a good word? A lot? No, like what am I thinking? Like a like a, a plethora.
1: It's massive. Cornucopia.
0: Mass- a cor- 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 thank you. <laughs> there you go, executive producer Umberto Lenzi. Yes. A cornucopia of shows available to fit your palate. Uh everywhere from tech shows to gaming shows to the an iPad show. Uh, if you're listen, uh, interested in uh, radio communications like Ham Radio, uh, that is on there as well. There's so much stuff. Uh, there's other geek shows as well, if you don't like listening to John and David. There's other stuff oh. out there. <laughs> Come on, you guys. I'm trying to like open up the doors for you to slam them in my face. Eh, they're probably sleeping. That's right. Uh, Tech Podcast. Mine was in the video. What's that, David? Mine was in the video. Okay. All right. The, the site to check out is uh, techpodcasts.com. Uh, and also, by the way, uh, we're also on the TV side of it as well. If you want to watch the show, techpodcasts.tv um, as well. And it's also on Roku and other type of uh, set-top boxes where you can watch video streaming content. So a lot of fun.
4: You've got to tell me what that is sometime because I've only ever heard of it from you.
0: A Roku box? Yeah. A Roku box is really a it's a, it's a set-top box that you can purchase. I think they run, last time I checked, about $100. bucks. they are not very expensive. Uh, they allow you to view streaming content over the web. Uh, they allow you to watch YouTube, uh, Netflix, and a lot of other streaming content providers like uh, This Week in Tech. Uh, the Tech Podcast Network, and lots of other providers. I think you can even watch Major League Baseball. The M- there's an MLB app on there as well. So uh, it's really a, a set-top streaming box that you can get for your television. You just got to have high-speed internet for it.
3: Well, it
4: or I could probably just build platform. a Linux box and do, that does the same thing.
0: You could, sure. I mean, this, I mean but you got to think this is more driven towards, you know, normal people who don't want to have to worry about hooking things up. That's oh, I mean. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, didn't it originate as a Netflix, primary Netflix streamer? Yeah,
0: yeah, it did. And then it kind of just sprouted out from there. Yeah.
3: If you're if you're more technologically inclined and you have an extra computer laying around, you can always try Boxy.
0: Boxy's great, so yeah. And,
3: you great know, user interface for a home media PC.
0: It's too bad that Boxy's been delayed. The actual hardware component for Boxy, delayed till November. Yeah,
3: yeah. but the software's now, and it, like I said, if you have an extra PC laying around, that's what I use on my box, and it works really well. Oh, really
0: you're, you're using Boxy?
3: Oh, yeah.
0: You know, I wish I could install Boxing on my PS3. That'd be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Fuck, but you can't. Ah, oh, looks like the Sounders just start, scored a goal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Moving along.
0: <I> just got to <laughs> I mean, ESPN the, now? <laughs> no, no, I, I have a little pop-up here. Oh. <laughs> it just... It just popped up. Sounders, go! Yeah, I saw that earlier. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> All right. Mr. Executive Producer Umberto Lindsay, what's next?
2: What? <laughs> 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 hey, I got fired. I'm <laughs> Why are you still talking then? <laughs> uh, that's right. All right. What do you like to talk about then? There's a bunch of stuff we want to talk about. What do you... Uh, well, Keeley Holding Group? All right. Let, let's talk about... Are we about- in the segment yet to uh, uh, talk about the... Uh... Not quite. Okay. Well, then... <laughs> So well, you can talk about Google Access Wave then. Yeah, we, we could talk about that. Okay, then.
0: All right, Google Axed Wave, uh, Google Wave. Uh, did you guys ever use Google Wave? No. Once, John. Do you even? <laughs> we could. Sit, <laughs> I cut right to John when he said no, and I see his like eyeballs, and I. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: good timing. Just so, look over to see if I'm ready for
0: that. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, John's waking up over there now. Uh, John's taking off the headphones.
1: I can't get my glasses on.
0: John's. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he doesn't have the headphones on. We can see what we want. Oh, never mind.
0: No, no, he's got them back on now. Yeah. I can still hear you. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Montero
2: scored in the second half. And oh, guess- yeah, don't worry about Google, eh? Hey. We're just yeah. more interested in the Sounders right and, now. And guess,
0: and guess what? Uh, Casey Keller got the assist. The goalie. Can you believe that? Jeez. I love that. <laughs> Sounds like love- you're
4: doing a play-by-play of a porno. <laughs> 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 this guy got the assist. He scored.
2: Well, I guess if you... I mean ESPN. I mean, <laughs> you try to listen to the radio. Then.
0: This is, th- I mean, this is awesome though. That's awesome for for the Sounders. Sounders are on a roll in the second half. I mean, not the second half of the game. I mean, like second half of the season. Yeah. Um, so anyway, all right. So Google Wave. We're back to Google Wave. Um, <laughs> I I watched it. I think like there was you know like the uh, well like Google Wave you know allows you to, like replay events and you can hit play and you can s- see how things happen. I think College Humor even did a quick little skit about Google Wave. Go, uh, Joe. Go, Joe. Go, Joe. Joe, did uh... <laughs> Google Wave? Joe, go.
2: Yeah, Google Wave. Joe, go. <laughs> and to Joe. What? What? Google what do you Wave. Want to say. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, you're gonna do
2: the. I, I, I never
3: even. I really camera. never even used it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like Google I, what? <laughs> I, my understanding about it was, is it was only useful if you had other people who were using Google Wave, and nobody I. Really communicated with that much used it, and I didn't really care. Kind of like eighty percent of the really cool Google technologies that are out there that nobody ever actually uses.
0: Well, what about like when Google Wave was an invite stage, and people wanted to get a Google Wave invite because oh man, oh man, I want an invite. Anybody get any invites?
3: And I think I got an invite, but I never used it. <laughs> I got an invite
4: for it, and a bunch of my friends, and a bunch of people I know got invites, and they were they were all. Really wanting an invite to this thing, and then much of them were like me when they finally got it and started using it. It was like this is kind of neat, but what the hell am I going to use it for?
0: It's it's uh, you know I'm I'm looking at this PC World article, um a lot uh, he you know the the uh, author tried to uh, explain it in one coherent sentence, and <laughs> he tr- he tried. I mean. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it acts like an IM when when multiple collaborators are online at once. So it's like threaded email, but it's live. But you can you could replay it. It, You could see why it flopped. Really, I mean, it's just eh, it was a neat idea, I guess. Obviously, some Google engineer thought of it, and they published it, and they made it happen. And, eh, it's one of those. Is this a meh thing? Meh. Is it really, John? Is it meh? No. Did you did, did you yeah. have you ever seen it?
2: No. Nah. no. I mean, it's a form of collaboration hub, which is apparently he could have said that. Um, I how do you sell it to business people? It's like, but get Google Wave. It's like Google what? So I don't know. I mean, it's maybe, a collaboration tool. Oh, okay, maybe.
0: Maybe we should have used Google Wave. Maybe that was we didn't collaborate. <laughs> It
4: sounds like it was one of those little ideas that somebody came up with and somebody higher up said, "Yeah, that sounds kind of neat. We'll give it a try." And they tried it and yeah.
1: And then scene. Said, so, "Isn't that cute?" Okay, next.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Google axes it, you know. I can't remember before Google Wave when the last time Google actually killed something. Can you guys remember anything Google's killed recently? Other than the Nexus One phone, they kill. What you could still continue to it. Yeah, well, you could still get one if you're a developer, but uh, but yeah. uh, In other Google news stories, you can now access two Gmail accounts at once in the same browser. Uh, If you go to Google.com/accounts slash and click the link next to multiple sign in. You can now sign into multiple accounts at the same time. This is really beneficial if you signed up John with Gmail and your username was like John likes to at gmail dot com. Oh. Um, then you know that's not his email address. But if you had that and then you started a new one like John Kessler at gmail dot com, then you know you could switch back and forth between your accounts easier. Yeah. Right, John. Yeah. Has anybody used the multiple login? I have,
4: and it I works. didn't even know it was there until you brought it up.
0: So there, you have multiple sign-ins, uh, multiple. I sign-ins?
4: have, I have, to, I have two. I've got one. I've got my main account, and I've got one for the podcast. So that would work. It's Always empty. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so that work for you? Uh, not all Google services support the multiple logins yet. Uh, but it only works in desktop browsers for now. So if you have it on your phone, not going to work too well for you. So, so there you go. Uh, in other news, games, 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 games have taken over uh, as as popularity. Go, go no, no, <laughs> games have taken over in the form of popularity more so than email. Uh, information recently released uh, just this past week and two from Nielsen Online uh, is this not surprising? I mean, obviously, you know, email. You know, a lot of more people are doing it on their phones, computers, and and now, uh, you know, with social media and all these little micro games like Farmville, Monopoly. I mean, we're not just talking about you know games like Starcraft and uh, Left for Dead, but we're talking about you know browser games and all that. Is this not surprising?
2: Anybody? Uh, uh, so, so basically we're, we're talking about when email is popular because all of the chain letters that go around. Is that what we're talking about? Where, like, you know, <laughs> pass on this stuff to your friend and take a look at this and then just pass it on and, on and on and on? So is that what we're talking about? Well, no, no. We're, we're, taking, we're, we're saying that social games like FarmVille... Uh, well right but I mean uh, yeah. in those social uh, games man. even you get those similar messages too it's like this guy got a new shovel uh, uh, go help him out and get his corn <laughs> I, I, I defriend people that do that to
4: me <laughs> So I just block the application
0: no I just, I just, de- I, I just defriend them Dave I mean I, if, they're, if I'm really their friend they should know that I don't want that shit they should know a lot of the
4: people that I talk to on Facebook aren't really computer people.
0: What are they? They don't know enough. Well, they what kind of enough are to they? Just
4: Deselect my name.
0: What, what kind of people are they, David?
4: People who are v- apparently very easily entertained.
0: <laughs> now, Joe is probably like in Farmville and Mafia Wars and uh, whatever the ones. I mean, you agree? Uh, you know what this? You know, you know these social games much more popular than email now. People want to do that stuff. They don't care about email anymore.
3: Uh, yeah, I agree. They are a lot more popular. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'm I've been so close to deleting my Facebook account so many times now. Uh, you know, I'm I, I'm not even sure why I have it anymore. I, I really I don't.
2: Oh, so the one con- few con or a few contacts that you have now, you don't need to keep track of them anymore, or through that.
3: Well, I mean, I never, I hardly ever log into it as it is, so I don't know why I keep it around. Um, I guess there's a a lot of people I know who use it, Um, and again, you know, a bunch of photos of of, uh, my trip from Hawaii showed up in the on Facebook because uh, one of the guys I went with posted them. But you know, it's it's really just not, you know, it's not something I. uh, I spend a lot of time on. You know, I don't play any of the online games. I don't really send messages to people very often.
0: Yeah, you know. Well, then then you don't need to get rid of it, though. I mean,
3: I... Well, but except that they keep changing their privacy settings and everything like that. I mean, before too long, if I ignore it for long enough and don't make sure that I go back and check the don't send my info to every single... Uh,
0: then your naked pictures will pop up.
3: <laughs> well, then, <laughs> then, you know, I'll start getting all kinds of junk stuff. And, you know, it, it, it's probably just not worth it. So... Like I said, I I have really mixed feelings about uh, um, about Facebook and using it, and you know, well, it's you, got some nice features, but you know, if the people that I that I you know really want to talk to on a regular basis, I either talk to them online, you know, through another means, or I talk to them in person. So I'm not sure if Facebook really is that that applicable for, for me at least.
0: Well, I mean, you could be like John, John. Uh, what, what's your Facebook uh, URL?
1: Not
3: <laughs> well john John doesn't have one because he's trying to be hip and techy, um you know like try to be that that whole thing I don't have one or I have one, but you know I feel like I don't have one because i I don't care hmm. um, it's not like I'm trying to take a stance or say Facebook is evil or anything like that. i'm just saying i'm not sure if it's really what I want
0: john why why didn't you why haven't you jumped over to Facebook, John why? I mean, I know you're on some forum boards, but for the most part, that's your limit of your social interaction on the internet. True. Why no Facebook for you? I don't feel that I have a need for it. John, twenty million plus are on Facebook every day. I why don't aren't give a you, crap. John? John, you don't understand, John. Gosh,
2: why are you I, trying to sell him on
0: it? <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah. I. know. Oh, I, I just. I'm not really the trying same. To you know.
1: and... I, I'm kind of weird this way for the same reason I do not do banking online. You don't bank? Whoa, 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 whoa No, wait, whoa. I don't bank really? online. Really? Are you serious? You Cru- don't bank online? Nope.
0: You ever overdraft your account? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you have to think about that one. Well. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Really? You don't, huh? Nope. Why, why don't you bank online? Just out of curiosity. I are you afraid? Hackers? Not. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not... To the point where I'm afraid or paranoid about it, but at the same time, it's just like if I don't bank online, there's no security risk.
0: Correct? Right. That's true. right.
1: That's saying, it's the same as saying you know, it's you know, the only way, best you know. Are you one of those people at the store
0: who writes a check even though you have an ATM card? No. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> I like the people. Are you, are you really the kind of <laughs> Are you the kind of person who'll stop at the ATM at the front of the grocery store and and cost that extra buck twenty because you're afraid of using your ATM in the car and using cash? Oh
1: no, no, no. I, no. I, no. I, yeah, I, I either, yeah, I either do pay with cash or through the ATM. It's and, and usually I, but I'm also the one that's always beeline in it for the uh, self checkout. Self checkout is great. Yeah, especially at Costco. Yeah. Self. I, I, you
0: know, lately I've been more and more conscious of. Where I get money, like I have a Citibank account, mm-hmm. and you can use a Citibank ATM. They have them in every Seven Eleven, so I try to take my cash out there because you know over the course of a year you can rack up some pretty yeah. expensive fees pulling out well, money.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's rare that I ever actually get cash other than anywhere else but the ATM at my bank, and I always pay cash for gas. Now that's you know that's actually not terrible either idea. I mean,
0: you know, uh, with card skimmers that sometimes get installed on gas pumps. There's that big thing that happened in Puyallup uh, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. where uh, there were some card skimmers that were installed, and uh, the 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 people who stole the card numbers didn't even use them for like six months, and then they used them. You know. Um, you don't even use a card at the ATM. You pay cash, huh? Why? Is it security? Is that your number one concern, or what's the concern?
1: No, actually, you know, I, I've yeah, I, I, I have ran into problems before. I mean, it's not like I always have a ton of money in my checking account. Yeah, um, you know, you ever? It just helps you manage your money better. Yeah. Well. The whole deal, and I don't know if, which. Don't recall exactly which gas stations it is. That whole deal was, if you, even if you bought twenty dollars for the thing, and you swiped your your card, it gets preauthorized for like a buck, right? Yeah. yeah well, no, no. They'll they'll preauthorize. Or they lock your account for up to one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred twenty five. No, well, meaning, I've never. Basically, seen that. meaning there's a pending uh, a charge. A pending charge. Yeah. But, yeah. no, I, I've done that. Where but, you Bought gas with the card. Go to the restaurant and had dinner. They go swipe the card. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, declined. Wow, yeah, that
3: happens. That actually happens with debit cards. It doesn't happen with credit cards. Yeah,
1: and I have a you know, most I have a debit card. They put a hundred and fifty dollar hold.
3: It's it's yeah. They, it used to only be ninety bucks, but yeah, they'll what they'll do is they'll they'll enter a uh, I can't remember what the term is, but yeah, they'll put a hold on. It used to be only ninety bucks, but now it's up to one fifty because gas went up so much. Um, saying that you know, if your transaction is up to that much, because I mean, in theory, you could have a you know, some giant truck that uses that much gas. Um, although, I don't know, a little tiny Volkswagen Direct probably not so much. Um, but yeah, oh. put a hold on your account <laughs> for as much as that much. We'll get that later. Yeah. And that hold uh, will only last for usually three days. But uh, Yeah.
1: But I mean, that could lock, you know, say, you know, I was like, I'm in between paychecks. I've got like, you know, $90 in my bank account and I bought $20 worth of gas. Well, that means I'd be screwed with at least being able to use my debit card for two days.
3: Yeah, At and, that, and store, that happens. You know. that, that actually doesn't happen. It's not that unusual. Uh, I've heard of a lot of people who get fines and stuff from their banks because of that exact sort of situation.
0: Uh, you know, I'm sorry to go off on a tangent on this subject. I'm just fascinated. Yeah. You know, I I mean, so that's <laughs> so why I'm really I, fascinated I, on this. You know, and I I mean, I I'm surprised that you just don't use online banking to keep track of those pre-authorized charges, things that are. You know, happening or and you know your account balance yeah. and and stuff well, like that. I mean, I mean that I would say that's a huge benefit to
1: to have. Yeah. Well, I don't. Know. I mean, the only there's I'm not only trying one. to pressure you. I I'm no, no, just no, no. you know. I am just I mean, saying. I only have one occurring you know monthly charge. At, you know, that's and that's my car insurance. Um, as far as you know, automatic with you know payments. Yeah. Um, I mean, my I do get paid by direct deposit, so I don't you know I. I know how much I get. Deposited. Wait, 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 John.
0: You, you mean you don't get a physical check and you take it to the bank and you cash it and no. then you put the cash in the envelope and then you take the envelope and put it in the bank and no, you know,
2: I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. So <laughs> John stashes money in his in his uh, bed and we've done with Gmail uh, or Mail being less than Facebook. Yes. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just
0: talking about technology. You know, I just I just think that's cool. Oh, I just. Wrap it up. I was just saying.
1: As the executive producer, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, sorry. move yeah, along. We've stalled. We stumbled we stalled, on a stalled. stalled our toe stalled, here. Stalled. 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 What about you, David?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't do it. All right.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> as some of you uh, may have heard, Torchlight Two has been announced. Yay! Claps around. Let's clap again. Uh, Torchlight 2 has been announced. It will feature a new co-op multiplayer. Uh, That is something that everyone has been thirsting for. Uh, It will also feature both local area network, we call it a LAN, and online multiplayer in a free peer-to-peer setting. Uh, Runic, uh, which is the company that makes the game, uh, says that they, they initially planned the release... In the spring of 2011, uh, specific platforms were enlisted, but PC is obvious. Uh, they're hoping to have Torchlight 2 on the Xbox Live Arcade and also on the PlayStation Network. Uh, any guys play the original Torchlight? I, I know that my wife uh, is crazy about the game. Uh, she played it a lot.
1: Just the demo. You played the demo. What did you think of the demo? It was uh, quite interesting. It actually worked on the uh, electronics Weezer <laughs> it did yeah. it, the electronic squeezer would you use the uh the cool mat? I always forget that you use that yep, and the uh but then again, Diablo 2 worked
0: on this too cool very cool now uh, Umberto, did you have a chance to uh play a little bit of uh of the game yep, and what did you think of the original torchlight
2: yeah, I was expecting well, not expecting, but I was hoping that it was going to be multiplayer, but I knew um from the get go that runic being a small company as it is. Um, ex-Diablo makers that... I don't know why they had they couldn't get the cash in that. But anyways, uh, Diablo, because th- th- it's, it's still around. But uh, yeah, it's it's been great. So, But yeah, it was a missing multiplayer, and I knew right ahead of time, so that's why I didn't buy it. Uh, I did play all through the demo, and it's pretty extensive. Pretty extensive.
0: Now, uh, Joe, and we'll leave it with you. Uh, Torchlight, uh, excited about Torchlight 2. Did you play the first one at all, or...
3: Uh, I, Which I played it? the. I, I'm. I know. I remember playing the demo. I don't remember how far into the demo I got or not. I don't remember if I finished it. Um, I did look through my Steam list of games, and I do have it. I probably picked it up during a sale because I I thought the demo was great. But I'm pretty sure I haven't played it. So, uh, so I guess you know I started downloading it again. I'll have to give it a go through and see how it is. And you know, it it, it may be really good. I didn't really get into um Diablo and Diablo two as much as some people did. But, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, if it's a, you know, well-made RPG, and I guess if you guys played through more than I did, then you would, you can tell me if it's a, a really good quality RPG, then I'll, I'll probably get into it and probably enjoy it.
0: Now, uh, before we move on to the next story, I, I'm gonna let people in on a little secret. Um.
2: Chase <laughs> a secret.
0: I have a secret. <laughs> um. What? If this all works out well, which I'm hoping it will. Uh, the secret? The, no, this this whole episode. Um, behind me uh, is a reader board. And, and right above that reader board is a clock. <laughs> now, if you're watching this video, and if you're watching it on our website, and you're watching it through iTunes, which we hope that you are, uh, you'll notice that the time. Mysteriously jumps. <laughs> <laughs> we did the, we did the time times. warp. We took a break. We, did the time we, warp. We we decided to take a time warp, and uh, so hopefully my Let's editing skills are incredible.
2: Warp again,
0: and I'm actually hoping that this whole thing is incredible and will work. Because really, uh, I'm about ready just to give up on this video crap. So put your hands on your hips. Because we'll the next the story, what happened was at on the next story we we started talking about starcraft 2 and how starcraft 2 uh, has become the fastest the fastest selling strategy game ever due to
4: everybody in korea
0: buying it oh yeah.
1: and then we made a joke about modern warfare no, no, 2 we, and then we, no, broke no, the no, we no, 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 no 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 I'm sorry I no, made the joke about modern warfare we did
0: not make the joke you made the joke and when you made the joke blizzard uh, or, I'm sorry, Activision reached into my system. And cacked it. And they and said, we're, g- we're, the- we're going <clears> to <throat> spray some ones and zeros over that hard drive. And we're going to make that thing freeze. Memory error. Memory error in your favor. So. Error. So, anyway, yeah, StarCraft II would go on to sell more than 1.5 million copies in the first 48 hours. Uh, it blew through uh, records. It launched in over 11 different languages on five different continents. um, And uh, it's all over the place. $60 is the retail. If you haven't picked one up, uh, you know, hey, you're missing out. I I would know because I don't own it. Uh, You're missing out. I'm missing out. (laughs) Uh, Joe, did you pick up uh, said uh, StarCraft 2? No. All right. Uh, Umberto. <laughs> I, think I, I
3: think I I I did one of my really rare Twitter posts and said something along the lines of uh, you know it's full price for a third of a single player game and a internet only multiplayer game. I didn't understand why everybody thought it was such a big deal. It's
0: hmm. so. a good point. No land play. No land play for a StarCraft game. Unbelievable. Umberto, did you pick it up?
2: No. No, I wasn't uh, that into StarCraft in the first place. I mean, it was it was nice when that came out, but uh, I, w- I wasn't like looking for the next sequel. I mean, for the most part, it is a real time strategy game, and you get more fun out of it when you play with, against people. Um, besides playing the, um, I guess the scenarios that they have, trying to make a, a story out of it. Um. Between you know the three different races, Protoss, Zerg, and humans, and stuff. Right.
1: And John, are you a StarCraft fan at all? No, I mean not. I'm not. Not as uh, I should. I should back that up. I'm not. You're not a fan. So there you go. <laughs> I don't dislike the game. <laughs> I just don't play it. That's okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm, just, I'm gonna stay neutral on it. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just like when you say, do you do you, you know.
2: Say you're not Do a like fan, it's like you hate it. So I mean, yeah. Do you like the game? <laughs> no, I I'm, I'm sure. It sucks. No,
0: I'm just neutral. Okay, it's- no, that's all right. It's all right. All right, so so there we go. Starcraft to the uh, number one, and so there you go. And, and I uh, I know that Kyle McDaniel. I I think he you know is a big. Uh, he loves that game, and I know he's played it a lot. Uh, a lot of our friends have it, and they love it. Uh, but uh, I'm more of a command and conquer kind of game and guy, and uh, so there we go.
4: I have that for the ipod
0: what uh what c and c
4: c and c oh red alert red alert I think it's what it is i haven't mm-hmm. actually played it yet oh okay it's one of those sales it's like whenever something for the ipod goes on sale it's usually ninety nine cents when it's coming from like game loft or e a and I've determined that I'm like a 15-year-old girl at the mall when it comes to sales on that. I even bought a damn fishing game because it was on sale.
0: A damn fishing game.
4: I haven't even played it. I I can't even fish in real life. The last time I went fishing, I caught a turtle and a duck.
0: (laughs) That sounds like a personal issue if you ask me. I'm just saying.
4: (laughs) I cast cast out, felt some resistance, pulled on it, and this duck just freaked the hell out and started
2: (laughs) flying at me. (laughs) Uh, the sirens of the iPod. Well, not iPod, but iTunes Store and Steam.
0: All right, executive producer. What's next? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to what put you on the What would you spot. like to have next? <laughs> Way to produce, executive producer. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all right, All right. Here's what we're going to do next, then. Well, it's time for everybody's favorite portion of the program—the release we... list. No, <laughs> no, not yet. We call it. What, what? What did we call it? We called it. We did. We no. We 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 had a everyone's name for this. favorite. No, we no. We, we called this. This is new. We we. Uh... It's new and it's everyone's favorite. It's everyone's favorite. It's brand new. It is. You came up with the name. I'm not helping you there. <laughs> what was it? What is it? We... God. What did I call it? Was it like the rewind the rewind
2: (laughs) might as well call it that for now
0: uh re-released i don't know retro game review no no that's david's for his old game no for the one i had you guys play um previously released i don't know previous on geek gamer weekly all right we'll call it previous it's now time for previous where we this is your favorite segment of the show where we talk about a game that we were assigned to play over the past week. It could be something that's been released two weeks ago. Two, we- two years ago. Uh, just it, yesterday. Just yesterday. Uh, but it's a game where uh, you know we uh, try, if we actually physically own, we can give it to somebody to try and play for a week uh, and come back to the show and report on it. So this week, uh, the entire panel, except for Joe, so that wouldn't be the entire panel, but the entire panel... Has a game to talk about. And Joe, Joe, since you don't have any game to talk about, you're our honorary question
2: asker. Question Qu- Question,
0: question asker. asker.
3: Question asker. <laughs> question asker.
2: question, question asker. To try to
0: stump or <laughs> trick up the people who played the games Trip it up. to see if they actually
2: played them. I oh. uh, might as well just call it the second hand segment.
0: What games, games did everybody play? Well, it's a great question, Joe, that you asked, and I'm,
3: I am the asker. You are the asker. <laughs> da,
0: da, da, da. Starting us off, we have John Kessler, and John played a game called Forza 2. That's not the full title. Say the title. Oh, I'm sorry. There's Motorsport. Motorsport on the bottom. Forza. Motorsport two for the Xbox three hundred and
2: sixty. So Motorsportive. Anyways, go ahead.
0: So go ahead, John. Talk about the game.
1: Actually, I want to ask.
0: Uh, wait, no, that's Joe's question. Uh, no, no, no. Joe- no, I have a question
1: <laughs> for you on this because it seems how uh, you bought this game. Okay, and put that mic over a little bit. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Did you like this game? Yes, you did. Yes.
2: Can you get more into
1: it? How much time did you spend playing this game? I've probably spent
0: about, I would say, maybe six hours total
1: playing that game.
0: <laughs> okay. Maybe. I mean, I haven't put as much money or much time in the game as I should, but I have.
1: Now, did you play with the controller or the steering wheel? Uh, both. both. Okay. All right. Yeah, because playing it with a controller absolutely sucked.
0: Oh, okay. But talk about the game. Uh, well, he is. Yeah, I am
2: talking about the game.
1: <laughs> You're just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you don't play it with a controller. Yeah, essentially I guess he's she, at the bottom line when he, from his experience, I guess.
1: You know, I, I probably should have borrowed your steering wheel from you last weekend when you offered it and get, tried it with that because. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to let you borrow it this week then. Nah. Give you one more. No, <laughs> well, you... If it, you know, actually, as going, you know, if I had anticipated and bought this game and had the experience that I had with it yesterday, well, then talk. What's I would this? have smashed the damn <laughs> oh, thing. Oh God! I all couldn't right. break it because it wasn't my disc. Okay, so
0: so talk about it. What's what's your experience? I mean, what's well, all right? First off, what did you like about the game?
1: What did you like about it, John? It had a, an interesting mix of vehicles, you know, as far all the way from uh, the affordable car, which actually was the first thing I started with. As I had to laugh, I go, "Hey, we're going to do this the uh, uh, reasonably priced car." car. Yeah, uh-huh. reasonably priced car. The Stock cars. The okay. stock cars. I got in there, and it's like, "Hey, look, there's a." Uh, um, I go, "There's a Volkswagen Corrado. I've driven one of those. I worked on those. I should. I know how those handle." Okay. Uh, in-game handling on it seemed like no matter what I went all the way from the bottom I, I picked the middle of the road selection on the cars all the way to one of the top end race cars to me they all handled the same. Now you played it the arcade mode though, yeah, which is different than the than the simulation. Mode. Uh, I have not. No, from what we've heard, really. Yes. Okay. Um, the only difference there was the the. Simulation mode is you actually had to do the career whole de- the whole career deal. Yeah. Where the arcade mode was things were unlocked, but the cars all handled the same. Okay, so that that's what bothered you. The cars yeah. handled the same. Um, I had to go in there. and Was like, oh, well, look, we have stability control. Well, in true life, this car didn't have stability control. And why do you have? You know, they have you know all those the, the ABS and traction control right. for all the cars. So it was like, well. How can that be true to the vehicle, considering they didn't have those? So, so it was added artificially? Yes. Okay, and you, and, that, and that's another thing you didn't like? Nope. Okay. And the, the, the when you got off onto the grass and the gravel, uh huh, it was just like, oh, well, no, you're driving on ice. It just follows the polar moment to which no matter what you do, stepping on the brakes, turning the gas, no matter how, how, even how slow or fast you hit it, you're going to hit the wall. What do you think visually? Yeah, it looked okay. Okay. I mean it was I mean the, the graphics were dated for what what it was, dated. Yeah.
0: 2-year-old game dated. Okay. Yes. All right. What about the sound?
1: The sound was all right.
0: Accurate sound?
1: Enough. Engine sound, whatever. Enough. Okay. I mean it, it wasn't a, you know, a, Yeah. It it wasn't something I was really paying attention to. Okay. All right. But uh no, yeah, the vehicles, I mean I don't know. It's just, you know, where I, having driven r- race cars, and, you know, it's where you're like, okay, well, at this point, I should be able to hit the brake, you know, let off the throttle, tap the brake, get the ass in to kick, counter steer. Nope, sorry, we pushed off the edge into the grass, and oh, look, you're into the wall again. So if you had to rate this game on
0: a five point scale, and, that, and that's what we're going to do, by the way, all, all the games, we're going to rate them on a five point scale. And there's half points in there if you want to use half points. Well, how would you rate this game on a five point scale?
1: Uh, one point for effort.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one point for effort. <laughs> uh, are we breaking this down in subsections? Here? <laughs> what? No, uh, it's, huh. no um, So no. But one know. star out of five, uh, you know, I would, wow. I would
1: say yes. I would say if someone had grown up playing, you know, playing Mario Kart or you know. Yes, yeah, I probably would have had more fun playing Mario Kart on a Nintendo 64 than I would have playing this game. Um,
3: so you're saying even compared to other racing games, this game is crap. Correct. Wow. How, how, did you now we have Forza 3 out now? How does it compare to Forza 3?
1: I okay. You know, out of the games that I've played, which hasn't been too many driving games, this one sucked.
0: Now I'll say this, John. Yes. Now you say one out of five, all right? Okay. And you know, in in your opinion, means and I
1: was being nice. And
0: your opinion means means a lot. The quote unquote experts of gaming, <laughs> uh, and I and I go with Metacritic because what Metacritic does is they take the score from all reviews and they compile them and give an average. Uh huh. They gave
1: a meta score of ninety out of a hundred. <laughs> Obviously, so, that was played by people that don't know what a race car should drive like, or any car it de- it's it's i i don't
2: know oh okay, no no this is good N- this is okay actually he does know but he's not
0: actually john does know about driving a race car john must doesn't like to say things but john has driven race cars john has worked on race cars john knows a thing about race cars <laughs> yeah and so obviously you you are qualified to talk about this yeah that's why partly I gave you a racing game. <laughs> I wanted you to, I wanted to fire
1: you up. Well, and I think real. I did. Yeah, you did. I did. Um, you know well, the thing is no but to be fair as far as racing games on the Xbox this is the only one I've played. The only other one that I've actually had any time playing with was one on a PC and that was with a force feedback steering wheel, pedals and stuff and Yeah. That one that game actually was pretty good. Um, you know, I was in a, unfortunately, it wasn't my, you know, it wasn't my computer or my game. It was a friend of mine's, and I don't remember the title Um, as to which game he was playing. But then, it, and to be fair, like that, the whole NASCAR series for the PC, mm-hmm. I didn't like those. Even with the steering wheel. Right. Those, that, to me, that was crap. Do you have an all-time... Well,
3: it's it's just turning left all the time, isn't it?
1: No, just, you know, the whole, oh, look, you know, t- to me, it's, When you got on the throttle, all the cars, you know, they all were like, "On, oh, you're just gonna sit there and spin the tires." You know, it was like, "Didn't matter, you know, I can never get the things to hook up." It's like, um, "What are we driving on an ice rink? Are we ice racing here? Come on, guys!"
3: Well, I mean, at least it's better than the old, the old uh, cruising games where you can just hold (laughs) your foot on the gas the whole time. True, and it didn't matter how tight the corner was; you can go around it.
1: I think we put David to sleep there.
3: Cruising Yeah,
1: cruising USA. Yeah.
4: I'm still laughing at that Craigslist and that, that bastard put through the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: sorry sorry about it. that, David.
0: Alright, so so John, your final your final verdict. Your final say on Forza 2. Yes. Did you not hear my question? You, no, you just said you just
1: started but then you stopped.
0: No, and that was it. I said and your final say, your final verdict on Forza 2 oh, is it's crap. It's crap. Okay. Uh just to let everybody know Forza 2 was released on the Xbox 360 back uh in North America on May 29th of 2007. And the uh oh, I remember the name of the segment now. We were calling it From the Archives. From the Archives. So there we go. From the archives, Forza Moser
1: Sport 2. Yeah, well. The, the continue on that for a second. Okay. So <laughs> no, no, there was a telemetry part. You know, you're sitting there and you're looking at it and you're going, okay, well, I'm going, all right, well, you, you can watch how much you know input you're putting on the, the, the thumb, the joystick, uh-huh. versus how far. And then you're going, like, trying to move over a little bit. All of a sudden, the steering's like, slam all the way to the left. That's slam. why you need a steering wheel. Yeah, so you have to probably have to do it with the steering wheel and the throttle is the same way, You're like you can't roll into it. It was just like a little bit okay, wait, wait, we're floored. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I don't know. He said I had an hour into it and I was like, That's enough. If it was mine, I would have broke the disc.
0: Okay. Thanks for not breaking my disc, John. I appreciate <laughs> it. All right, next from the archives, uh Umberto Lenzi, uh, got to play a very, very popular game. Uh, back in the UK, in the UK, in the UK. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and actually, a big arcade game uh, back in 2006, and many sequels. Virtua Tennis Three, yes. And playing that is Umberto Lindsay. Brought to
2: you by Sega and Am3. Sega. And so Sega. Sega. Uh, they seem to be the, one of the only publishers. You know, EA you can't find it there. 2K you can't find it there. Uh, as far as any sort of tennis games, so Sega comes out with one at the time. Uh, it and of course AM3. It's uh, maybe not a lot of people know them as far as the developers for the game, but they did create uh, Virtual On. Some people might know that game in Crazy Taxi. So hell yeah. Uh, so these guys made the tennis game. Uh, and as far as the tennis game for as being a you know for of course most games are made for fun, so it does have. The arcade feel to it, you know, you won't be able to necessarily control the ball to be hitting the the specific locations on the court that you want it to be. But you have this kind of vague notion where you want to put it, and then like the three different types of ways you can hit the ball, whether to put a topspin, as they call it, a um, slash or a lob. And most people, I had to read over this, and I found it also that useless in the game is is the lob because you're essentially if, especially when you're playing against computer opponents, if you lob the ball, you're just basically setting yourself up to like fail or always dive for the ball. So <laughs> to have it in there in the game is like, well, you know, are you really wanting to like end your game that quickly? So, um, <laughs> uh, the other part of it was, um, uh, well, you, Especially in, in tennis, it's very known for all the grunts and and noises and the strangeness that comes out of the people's mouths when they play. Mm. Um, there's not so much this. There is kind of like this average stuff that's going on in it that's kind of um, – it, it, it's always repeated too. So, you know, everyone sounds the same throughout the whole game uh, or it seems that way. Uh th- I, these guys are, of course, like super athletes because you can probably go on for a very long match, and these guys are diving for the balls. They don't need, uh, um, you know, they don't need um, uh, pads for their elbows or their knees or nothing. You know, they're, just, they're diving for it like no, no tomorrow. Like scr- you know, scrumming back and forth, back and forth on on the back end. Uh, you know, just saving the saving the 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 serve. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, it's it's definitely arcade, and that's why it's probably that fun. Um, if you're, you know, it has all your your people in it, as far as the um, known players like Federer, and then also um, uh, Roddick, and then the female players like Sharapova and uh, Venus Williams. So it has those big title names in there, and to get that license for it, and it as far as the scoring goes it it was popular more more in the uh, ratings in the UK uh, as far as uh, when the magazines rated them but in in the US it's a little bit less not so much uh as far as me being a tennis game player it's like well you know i'm not really much into the sports games overall uh so this you know essentially it was cool that you know you could be able to try to like fake out the the player uh, the computer player in this case, uh, and you know try to scramble for for the ball that you served but yeah I would if I was actually wanting to play more of a tennis game, I would want more control of where I actually put the ball instead of kind of like this kind of general area and always having to um, hit, push the joystick far left or far right um, to actually get it to where you know you want to get towards the line and not but not hit the line what uh of so uh what did you like
0: about the game uh
2: like i mentioned faking out the computer player uh, <laughs> uh you know just kind of those little moments like oh yeah baby you know you know eat that uh, as far as um you know trying to have them work very hard and trying to you know recover from whatever serves i made but um yeah. Other than that, that is basically it. I mean, I, I did play exhibition. I there you have to uh, for the section that they have for you know I guess mini games. You have to have a second person in there to, in order to play a mini game, and apparently those are popular. But I couldn't be able to try it because I didn't have a second person um, necessary to do that with, or didn't bother to do so, actually.
0: Uh, what'd you hate? What was the well, I already thing? mentioned? that. Oh, well, right? I know, but like <laughs> if if uh, all right, well, all right. So there we go. Um, what character did you play? Just out of
2: curiosity, I switched between Federer. Actually, no, no, no. I played the um, this sp- the guy from Spain, uh, Ferrero, Juan Carlos Ferrero, and also Rodic. Uh, but that, that was the limit of it. I played against, I think, um, Grosjean from France and even um, Roddick himself, too. So, All right. So
0: I asked John the same question. You know, John was very critical of Forza. He only gave it one out of five. Um uh, I don't know if maybe we should go to a 10 point scale. I don't know. Maybe that would have been better. But uh <laughs> uh, uh out of 5, Umberto, what do you give Virtual Tennis 3 for the Xbox 360?
2: I would say a 3. 3. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, there we go. 3 out of 5. And, you know, to to give uh the details out there real quick about this game as Umberto uh, said, "Very, very, very popular over in Europe. Uh, they they really dug this game. Nine out of tens on of most of the major magazine fronts. Uh, in the U.S., it uh, did okay. Uh, eights and sevens and eights out of ten. Uh, and some very, very, um, you know, popular players. Cool thing about this game also brought 1080p support." Uh, which was, uh, you know, uh, for, for the time when the game came out, one of the first few games to do that. So, very neat.
2: Yeah, the last game from Virtua Tennis was actually on the um, Dreamcast of Virtua Tennis 2. And it was, like, in 2001, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, this was released in 2006? Well, yeah, 2006 yeah. Uh,
0: in the arcade and then oh seven on the consoles. So sweet. All right. Uh, so, let's see. J- Joe, i uh, got to ask you, Mr. Questioner, any questions so far for either... John or Umberto.
3: No, I don't think so. I, I asked John how um how uh, Forza two compared to other, other racing games and how it compared to Forza three and he said it sucked. It didn't matter what you compared it to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh now virtual tennis too, I never you know, I think I've played one of the virtual tennis games and never got into it. Tennis just isn't that exciting to me. Hmm. I don't know why. It's probably. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I would probably play that cricket game before I'd play a tennis game. <laughs> <laughs> I played
4: that Sega Superstars tennis, and that runs off the Virtua Tennis engine.
0: Sega Superstars. Yeah. Never heard of Superstars, but okay.
4: I think that's what it's called. It's a Sega tennis game, and it has Sega characters in it, like the. So obviously, it has Sonic and uh, whatever that monkey is called from the monkey game where he's going running run around the ball and the character from nights in the dreams. And it's got a bunch of mini games and like smacking zombies with the tennis balls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, I guess it's my turn real quick. Um, as you guys have heard, I, I've been playing a lot of a game called uh, MLB 10, the show it's a game on the PlayStation three. Uh, it's a baseball game. Uh, made by sony uh in-house first party it's a first party baseball title um, and sony's the only first party uh baseball uh, they're, they're the uh for baseball they're the only first party uh maker of the game uh, microsoft stopped making their baseball game a few years back and so uh and it gets around the whole exclusivity contract, uh, baseball signed an exclusivity contract with 2K Sports to make baseball games. Uh, the exclusion to that is first party. Uh, so Sony makes the game and is by far the best baseball game on any of the consoles that are out there. I, I believe very strongly that it beats out the 2K Sports. And I, I think when it comes down to is the, the realism factor. Uh, It really feels like you're watching a game, and you're playing in a game, and you're a part of it. Uh, Sure, it has those little quirks uh, with with any kind of game that you learn to uh, don't like and learn to become annoying. Uh, One of the best features of the game is something called Road to the Show, where you create a player, and you basically take him through the ranks. So you start out at AA uh, in the minor leagues... And you can play any position you want, and you work your way up. Uh, if you're a pitcher, uh, you if you want to be a starting pitcher, you start from the bullpen, and you eventually become a starter, and then you work on your pitches, and you work your way up through the majors or get to the majors. Uh, I've been playing all summer, and I have not made the majors yet. Uh, you know, I'm in AAA right now, and working on my pitcher. And the game's great. It's got all the professional teams of all the man- minor leagues as well. As you progress through the game, though, names do get recycled, and that gets a little annoying where you hear mashups uh, of professional baseball players. Uh, For example, you might hear a name like Ichiro Sanchez, which is kind of weird, but it does happen. Uh, But it's a lot of fun. Uh, The game graphics are phenomenal. Uh, It runs at 1080p, 720p, all that fun stuff. Uh, my wife has watched me play the game, and she's even commented that the game is is gorgeous. Uh, just the mannerisms of how the players are—like if there's a foul ball, a foul tip, and it goes back and hits the umpire, the umpire starts to grimace, and gr- you know if it hits him in the groin, he starts going down to his <laughs> knees and starts—you can see him—he's like visibly in pain. Um, I mean, it's it's just the little nuances and the, and the little things that they added into the game. Uh, make it very special, and uh, I think you know it's maybe due uh, for uh, a refresh to some degree because you know compared to last year's version, the graphics are about the same. Uh, but it's it's a phenomenal, phenomenal game. Um, if if I uh, had to give this game a rating, uh, I would give it a, a strong four and a half. I mean it's it's really close to being perfect. Uh, there's probably some minor things that need to be worked on a bit, uh, I think the a i needs to be fine tuned a little bit more uh and maybe there needs to be a refreshment in the play by play part but other than that, if you're looking for a great pure baseball game and you have a PlayStation three, I highly recommend this game um It is definitely there for you, and the online component is excellent there too. I mean if you're an online player uh matchups are great you have online leagues seasons the whole nine yards so. There you go. MLB 10, the show for the PlayStation 3. Um, it's in stores everywhere. Yay. You guys have any questions on that for me? John? No. Oh, you're about the, ready to talk. All right.
4: David? The only problem I've ever had with MLB, the show, is I don't have the PS3 version. I've got the PS2 version of 09. And even though it's almost a completely different game, it's as much of a simulation as you can get on the PS2. And the only problem I have with that game is that it's a little too much like baseball, and the fact that it's just boring as hell. Well,
0: it's, it's, it's baseball, David. It's baseball. It's a baseball game. You know, you're not you're not getting a game like uh, MLB. Uh, Slugfest, where you know it's an arcade and it's purely arcade-driven with flames and running. You know, it's this is a simulation. It's a real pure baseball game. And if you're a purist or if you're a huge baseball fan and you want something professional, this is the game you want.
4: I'd be more likely to pay, play a football simulation-style game like Madden than a baseball simulation. I gotcha. Just look up George Carlin's routine on uh, the differences between football and baseball, and you'll see what I mean.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, <laughs> I I uh, I am well aware of, of that video. <laughs> run home!
3: Run home!
0: So, uh, Joe, the questioner, any questions on MLB 10, the show?
3: Mm, not really. I mean, it's a baseball game. I don't... They can be fun, but... I haven't had a lot of fun with a baseball game probably since, um, oh, since, uh, what is it? RBI back in, uh, back on the original NES.
0: Oh, RBI is great, man.
3: I played a lot of that game. Yeah. But, you know, that was like the last time I really played a baseball game. So I'm not, you know, totally familiar with them.
0: Sure. All right there. So there's the game. And and then, so that's it. Um, Joe, you didn't have a game from the archives. Uh, hopefully we can get you to, uh, play a game over the, this next week and talk about it in a little bit in depth yeah. I'm,
3: I'm always playing uh, older games You know, I'll, I'll go back and look through my Steam list and I'll be like oh I haven't played that in a while and I'll go back and play through it again stuff like that so.
0: It's always fun also playing on the 360 because you get those damn achievements that you never knew you had or you unlock and you get the sounds well, you,
3: you, you get those on uh, for some of the games at least you get those on, uh, on Steam now too.
0: That's right yeah totally forgot about that
3: And then you don't have to deal with the asinine joysticks on a uh, console controller
0: So it's now, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) now it's time for the retro segment uh, where we go retro with uh, Mr. David. uh, And and this week, uh, David has brought us a game that's not only retro, but current at the same time. If you can can do that, that is incredible. Retro with David. Uh, So here, retro, Mr. David, what do you got for us this week?
4: Yeah, I kind of cheated because I had... Uh, well, I did play one older game, but eh. Um Halo 2600 came out recently, and they actually released it on carts, and it was unveiled at uh, CGE, Classic Gaming Expo. And they had an Atari 2600 set up with an old TV where you could play it and a big sign with a picture of Master Chief. Yeah, it's that Halo. <laughs> and they actually sold out of the carts, and they made... They, have pre orders going that well they had pre-orders going for more cards and they sold out on those and now it's kind of on a waiting list and they're like twenty bucks a piece. Hmm. But they released the ROM for it for free. And you can play it in a in a simulated v- flash version in a browser as well. But when I when I'm talking about this stuff for this game you gotta consider the technology of the Atari twenty six hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A system that came out in 1977 and lasted all the way up until 92, I think. <laughs> but it's pretty much, it plays like a mix. Of, it, it plays a little bit like Berserk, if you've ever played that. Yeah, I would imagine Chase has.
0: Uh, yeah, I probably have that in the garage somewhere. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it plays a little bit like that. You got the little Master Chief sprite running around that he's shooting at the they, Enemies and everything are recognizable. The game has a total of 64 unique screens, which is actually pretty big for an Atari 2600 game, especially when the game itself is only 4K. Wow. He limited himself to 4K, which kind of annoys me in the end, but I can see why he would do that just to kind of challenge himself. I actually haven't beaten the game because, well, I'm a really crappy gamer, apparently.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So-
4: he evidently has a boss in the game that's double the size of the rest of the enemies, and he actually had some uh, hurdles to go over to have more than three shots on the screen at one time. <laughs> hmm. But it's actually a really fun, playable game surprisingly enough for an Atari 2600 game. If this had come out back in the day when the system was at its prime, it would have probably sold like hell.
0: So here, here's a question for you. I mean, do you have any background of, of how they did this? I mean, logistically or it was this just, uh, just someone uh, just being bored and, and, and trying to put something together like this? Or like, how did this come to be? Do you know?
4: I read – there's a – on the link that I sent you, there's a link to the forum thread on atariage.com about it where the guy talks quite a bit in depth about um, what he did, like why he did the game and stuff like that and the hurdles he had to go through. Because he could have made the game like 16 or even 32K, which is huge for an Atari game, but he limited himself to 4 and you had a whole bunch of hurdles to go over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, ha- so uh on the, on the same 5-point scale uh and it's hard to compare because this is kind of a a, a merge uh between old and new, uh but on a 5-point scale, what do you give it?
4: I'd give it about a 4.
0: Wow. Okay.
4: I mean, it's not I mean, compared to games nowadays, it's not much to play. You just run around and shoot right or left. <laughs> and avoid the enemy shots and try to get through the game. But for an Atari 2600 game, it's actually a hell of a lot of fun.
0: Sure. Well, cool deal, man. Well, thanks, David. Uh, yet, now, uh, for, next, uh, for next week or in two weeks or whenever we bring you back again, make sure that uh, when we go retro, it's retro. It's old, but this, I think this, this <laughs> qualifies. I think it's okay. Would you agree with that, Joe? Do, you, do we give him a pass?
3: Uh, I think I, he got it. I mean, it's at least half right. It's retro console, if not retro game. It's kind of cool
4: to see these newer games coming out for such an old console like that. There's probably, I don't know, four or five, maybe even more than that games coming out in cartridge form for the Atari 2600 each year.
3: Yeah, I would say that, I mean, you you played it on a computer emulator, right?
4: Yeah, I don't have a functioning atari 2600 anymore i've got one but it hasn't worked for about 15 years i'm yeah, getting so, ready to get one
3: so i'd say if you're if you're gonna go with another you know modern retro game you're gonna have to get a functioning 2600 and a functioning rom rider and and play it for real
4: well,
3: I'm, I'm working on getting an Atari Flashback 2 TV
4: game which all that is literally is a reproduction Atari 2600. You can take the thing apart and it has the pinouts on the board to add a cartridge slot to it.
3: There there you go. Get pick up one of those and uh and you know like I said, get a get a chip writer and and you know go to town and actually play it with a real Atari controller instead of uh you know instead of trying to use a keyboard or or uh, some kind of a uh, modern gamepad.
4: Well, with my great big man hands, Atari twenty six hundred uh. controllers don't really blend well. So I just, I just kind of cheat and plug like a Sega Master System controller in or a Sega Genesis controller.
0: I I, I don't I don't know if I really want to hear about your man hands there, David. But uh, thanks, <laughs> appreciate it, man.
4: And I played one quarter of NFL Blitz, and surprisingly enough, I actually liked the game. I don't normally like football games, so the like the really arcadey nature of the game kind of got me.
0: Blitz is fun. I uh, I got to say, you know, NFL Blitz, a lot of fun. I remember that game. Well, what are you two conspiring over there? Nothing. What are you guys? They're doing something. I should go reading. What are you guys reading? What are
2: Nothing. you guys doing? Nothing. Just reading. Just reading. <laughs>
4: Is it that Craigslist ad? (laughs) Reading and listening, basically.
2: Yeah, I didn't have any other input for the 2600 Halo game.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, that forum post I was talking about on the link is actually a really good read.
0: What are you guys conspiring over there? (laughs) John? Are we
2: repeating the show bit? (laughs) Continue. Don't look at me. What is that? What is that? What? Pimento and cheese? What? What is that? What? 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 Okay.
0: On the lay. <laughs> it, it's not... <laughs> so uh, we, uh, we're going to make this uh, hopefully a recurring segment from the archives and the retro uh, retro stuff. So uh, if there's any games that you would like us to play, let us know. Uh, GGR at GeekGamerRadio.com is the email address. GGR at GeekGamerRadio.com. Okay, it's time for the release list. These are games that are coming out for all the major systems and consoles. This week is a very big week if you are a professional football fan, because Madden NFL 11 is coming out
2: for... You call Madden Pro? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs)
3: You call that a real game?
0: Uh, Madden NFL 11 coming out for uh, not the PC. No, they dropped the PC, sadly. Uh, Wii, PSP, PS3, uh, and also the Xbox 360. So coming out on everything but the DS, really. Um, also coming out this week uh, is Victoria 2 for the PC. Don't know much about that game. Uh, coming out for the PlayStation 3, along with Madden, is Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Uh, that's a movie tie-in there. Uh, on Earlier
2: the th- than the movie, in fact.
0: Yeah. Uh, on the 360, you have something called Monday Night...
2: Combat uh, TF2 on Xbox 360 Live. Live. It's similar to that, basically. really. Yeah, I okay. mean, it's, it's just from the videos I see.
0: Well, it's an Xbox Live uh, Arcade title, so you know we'll be able to try the trial, which would be nice. Uh, also uh, coming out for the Nintendo Wii with Madden NFL 11 is a game <laughs> that I really want to buy. Somebody is enjoy your massage. Joe, I I know you're... You want to pick this up for me, don't you, Joe? Because uh, I don't want to be seen buying this game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Chase, you can always order it off Amazon.
0: Yeah, it will come in a nondescript brown envelope. That's true. That says
3: Amazon
4: all over it. That's yeah. right, yes. yes. You got to check out the screenshots of that. Hmm. It's actually kind of hot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's anime.
1: Come on. Well, uh, yeah. Go, go ahead, John. No, what? Nothing. No, so, what? I said that coming from the guy from Wasted Seconds. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so there you go.
3: Um, I lost. Why do th- some people port these weird Japanese games over here in the first place? Oh, well, well yeah. because the the Wii must be so easy to port for. You would think, right? Well, no, I mean, the game was obviously made in Japan. I mean, it was made, you know, for people in Japan who, you know, I guess like that kind of game, which, you know, anyway. Um, but I don't understand why why they ever thought it was a good idea to bring it to the U.S. I just don't get that.
4: Well, we're in kind of a lull right now anyway where hardly anything's coming out.
3: That's true. I mean, even Madden 11 is I, – I, I don't even understand the Madden games. But. If Madden
4: 11 wasn't on this list, there the We'd have Monday Night Combat and Scott Pilgrim and some PC game nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> uh
0: and the final game coming out uh in just one title. It's uh for the Nintendo DS Galactic Ball Tazball. Galactic Tazball, a Warner Brothers uh a Warner Brothers cartoon item coming out as well. And there's your release list for this week. Anybody gonna play Madden? I'll probably try it. I'll give it a roll. I'm a football guy. I like football games.
4: I'll try the demo for the hell of it.
0: Going, going back from Tecmo Bowl days. Hud, 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 hud.
2: <laughs> Forever and ever and <laughs> ever. That's right.
0: <laughs> so here we go. Um, we uh, ask for your emails. Should I do it?
2: Video mails, emails, voicemails, voicemails,
0: emails. Should I, I'm gonna go to the mailbox. I'm gonna walk out there. You, you guys have heard? Careful that, now. There's like rusty nails and everything. <laughs> well, have you guys heard that you know the, the U.S. Postal Service wants to discontinue delivery on Saturdays? Yes. How does that get? How does that, that guy make you feel? I, I I don't care less. I I like uh, checking the mail. It's like an adventure.
3: It is. You never know what kind of spam you're going to get. That's right.
0: Hey, I use it for Firestarter. We had steaks tonight with that Firestarter. Tasty. That was very good.
3: Mmm, carcinogens. See, Joe, if you,
0: if you want steaks, you got to come up here and do a show with us. and then yeah. I'll, Oh, yeah,
3: I'll... I'm, I'm totally going to drive three and a half to four hours each way on a Sunday night so I can have some steaks with you guys. Are it's you totally saying do that weekend.
0: his steaks aren't worth it? You'll love my meat. <laughs> uh...
3: Chase, I'm sure you have great meat. And I'd love to hear John tell all about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Um, we got emails uh, in the inbox, ggr at geekgamerradio.com. We have an email. You've got mail.
1: There's like 20 of maybe them, the isn't
0: there? A, there's a few to choose from. <laughs> there's a few. Yeah, uh, just, just pick one of them. You or maybe two. got mail have an email here from from Kyle from Vancouver, British Columbia. BC? Ah, wow. Yes. Wow, international. Yes. Yes, we're Canadian now. So you have to... Hoser.
3: Oh, Canadian? Well, that's not really international, I guess.
0: Uh, (laughs) Emails. Hi, guys. Love the show. Just want to know why John doesn't talk too much.
1: Uh, You know, with... You know what? Three, five of us here, you know, it's hard to get a word.
0: You know? <laughs> is, is it that hard, John? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Just
1: take
4: your hat off. It'll distract everybody.
1: But, no, I'd be in competition with listen, Joe it there. people listening, won't matter. <laughs> Next.
0: Next email uh, 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 comes from, uh, let, me, let me pick a good one here. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm, kinda, I'm Kind of pre reading it first because you know, I don't. <laughs>
2: yeah, you, you didn't do this ahead of these? time. Well, I'm no. pre screening these. No, I didn't do this ahead of time. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's check the box of mail. Oh my god, we got mail!
0: <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> oh uh, man. Uh, email here from, from Jake Santa Rosa, California. Hi guys, I would love to know your thoughts on some of the old classic systems. I've owned Genesis, Dreamcast, PS1, PS2, GameCube, uh, and pretty much stopped there. We would, would like to know if Noob. you... If you <laughs> wow.
2: I, say, I was going to say, was he like a Pokemon? Let, that him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Uh, yeah, continue. Like, would
0: like to know if you have a particular old classic console preference. Mm. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Jake from Santa Rosa, California.
1: Long-time listener, first, first time, time caller. caller. <laughs> Long-time no. listener, first oh,
0: time caller. Yeah. Well, I, I, what, what what is considered classic now? I guess what anything up to the PS3 or PS2. What uh, Xbox, Dreamcast including Xbox, Xbox yeah. is, is Dreamcast included in that? Game Boy Advance. Yes. Uh, well, then
4: I love know. the Dreamcast. anything after Dreamcast doesn't count.
0: I you know I I love the Dreamcast and the Saturn. Uh, I was. I I love the old Sega consoles. Uh, I had a lot of fun with those. Uh, a yeah. lot of fun,
2: due to the
0: titles or oh, the, some the, great games. The cons- yeah, the so- console
2: itself and the controls.
0: Uh, well, the Dreamcast. I think very uh, the Sonic Sonic Adventure by far one of the. F- I can't wait to that comes out on the Xbox Live Arcade because I had so much fun playing that game on the on the uh, Dreamcast. Hmm.
4: I did too until I tried to play it recently and it's just freaking terrible. God, it sucks. Why? <laughs> What? I had fun with it back in the day too And I, I tried playing it recently I drug out one of my Dreamcasts And it worked I thought it didn't but it worked And I tried playing that game and god it sucked
2: So, So overall are you saying that It's old so Don't play it and you don't have any favorites Or what
4: No just Sonic Adventure sucked
2: Oh well So
0: your favorite classic console David is what
2: if you Me, had to personally,
4: pick a- it's the Atari 2600.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. What about you, John? Do you have a favorite classic console?
1: No. Okay. Hello? Game Boy. Hello, John. Oh. It's like, yeah. Joe. The, the the first console I mean, that anybody? I personally bought was yeah. my Xbox 360.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't mean you've never played on a friend's or you never played at family houses or, you know,
1: I mean. Yeah, it was a Nintendo 64.
0: Okay. It
1: doesn't mean it's my favorite so I your guess. favorite is just the
2: 360 because by proxy it's the one you have
1: yeah okay didn't that's, you play pc
4: games back in the early 90s late like 80s that's early a,
2: 90s well he's mentioned consoles so we have to stick with consoles yeah. unfortunately this is consoles so yeah
4: so the commodore 64 is out
2: it's out yeah hell no <laughs> <laughs> even though it it is a, one of those classics yeah
0: that is cartridge games
2: <laughs> yeah like the vic 20 i think too
0: all right, but yeah. All right, uh, we just got an email uh, that just came in. Email address is uh, ggrgeekgamerradio.com. dot This actually came into my <laughs> personal email.
2: Golly. no! This is this is. Oh, I thought it was like self reference. Is like <laughs> reading this. This, this, came, this is from Billy
0: Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Thornton. It must live near me. Billy Bob writes: Hey guys, I was just wondering what your thought is on Call of Duty Black Ops. Is it going to be better than World at War? Because that game... By default. W- ...wasn't that good. Yeah. The,
2: <laughs> by default. Hmm.
0: <laughs> World at War wasn't that terrible.
2: Uh, I don't think it was that bad, tra- uh, Treyarch. Well, World at War was still... the I mean, Treyarch is working still the World War II, and the, so Black Ops is going to be you know, totally modern day. Yeah, so, modern day, yeah. I mean, you can't... I don't know if you can really make a distinction between the two. I mean, if you're thinking of maybe more of like, okay, are you having fun? Is the Is the first player scenarios you know fun in comparison are you having fun in them or uh, is there you know glitches that you find uh, maybe but and then the as far as the multiplayer you would probably compare like okay are the matchups of game types you know similar uh, in both of them like you know capture the flag type deal or or like team death match or whatnot. if they're going still that way um, are they balanced enough and I think that we'd, we'd have to compare it that way. But since none of us are really part of the Call of Duty series anymore following it, uh, we... Well, I don't mean to say for everyone, but it sounds like it anyways, um, uh, that we're not going to be able to talk about it. So. Well,
0: I, I would say that, you know, like David said, by proxy, it, it should be better. Um, I mean, obviously, with the technology... Well, it's modern. Not only that, Not only modern, but they have... The, a newer game engine to work with. Sure. Uh, with when World at War was re, was released, they were working with the older uh, game engine. Now they have the newer game engine. Uh, they can push more graphics into it, more frame rate. It's going to look good. It's going to be stealthy. You know, whole Black Ops thing. Uh, hopefully, Treyarch, Uh You know, obviously with the dedicated servers that are going to be now with this game. If you're a PC player. Uh, it 's going to be good if you 're an xbox three sixty player i don 't know if it 's going to surpass modern warfare two when it uh, as far as uh release numbers or if there 's going to be a lot of gamers you know buying the game but uh it should look interesting be interesting uh Joe any thoughts on uh black ops do you think it 's going to be better than world at war
3: um i don 't know time will tell uh it has i mean it certainly has some promise of course so did uh, world at war um I enjoyed the single-player on World of War. I, I actually did. Maybe I'm one of the only people who did. Um, and,
1: <laughs> I kind of went you know, through it a little never bit. never had bit much
3: bit. opportunity to play multiplayer because not very many people play it. If it has a dedicated server, I will pick it up. Um, I did not pick up Modern Warfare 2 because it didn't have a dedicated server. So especially if it has a public dedicated server, one that, that the average person can get a hold of and host their own server uh you know if they have that then i will definitely be picking up the game uh who knows maybe i'll pick up two or three of them just to make them feel better
0: oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs> joe's so nice <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: All the right. game will be
4: okay in my book so long as they calm down with the damn grenades you
3: can't play the single player in world of war without finding seven grenades at your feet hmm. yeah another thing that they need to do is is not follow the modern warfare trend i mean modern warfare one uh, killed off the player that you're playing as part way through the storyline, and it became a very, very powerful moment in the game. Mm. Modern Warfare 2 thought, "Hey, that's a great idea. Let's kill off every single one of the players you're playing at some point in the game because it would be a really powerful, you know, 15 moments or something." <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I mean, just and, from the and, title, though. I mean, Black Ops. So now you're going in as a rogue group per se. I mean, you know, not necessarily part of the uh, uh, a uh, Official, official military actions you know what I mean like yeah, you're not a mainstream
3: the, military unit so right. I mean that I guess that kind of thing is more more likely or more possible I'd love to see the sort of situation where uh, you go in in one you know sort of mission you're going in as a team to uh, you know figure out some goal get your goal done but then you're captured. Your character is captured. Hmm. And the next mission or a mission two or three later is you going in and rescuing the guy who you had been playing earlier who got captured. Oh, got it. That would be kind of a cool way to twist things around and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, they they just need to lay off the whole let's kill the character every few minutes because it's going to be a powerful moment and that's what everyone will remember. (laughs) Because, you know what, when you do it the third or fourth time, nobody cares anymore.
2: Right. Why
4: did
3: Salt McTavish have a Mohawk in the second
4: Modern Warfare?
3: Because he's Scottish. <laughs> no, wait, that doesn't make any sense either.
0: <laughs> well, thank thanks for your question. Uh, you know, we uh, we get a lot of these questions. Uh, we also have a voicemail line that we that we just opened up. Uh, now, if you head over to our website, geekgamerradio.com, dot uh, com, there on your right hand side, you're going to notice a little uh, a widget. Now, for some reason, this widget isn't loading, so I have to check on this. Uh, <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, But you'll notice the box that says leave us a message. Uh, If you go to there, and uh, you'll see it says call us at area code 360-474-5123. You can call that phone number 24-7, and you can leave us a message, a voicemail, uh, with your question or comment. Uh, You can name your city and state, and just give us a call. Also, the widget is Google Voice. You click on that, you type in your phone number, and it'll call you for free, so you don't have to worry about long distance or anything like that. It's really neat easy stuff but if you want to do the whole email gig you can email address is ggr at geekgamerradio dot com and you can email us and we'll take your email questions and comments and talk about them like we just did on Call of Duty yeah yeah so there we go there's a show there's episode number 36 I want to say thank you very much to everyone that decided to show up and, and watch the show live um, also uh, you can download the show on the iTunes store uh, we have the video version and the audio podcast version uh, available if you have a Zoom, you can grab it from the Zoom marketplace and if you use an Android device like David you can use your favorite podcatching client and subscribe to our feed uh, we have links to our feeds on the website geekgamerradio.com mail in some
4: suggestions for podcatchers for me
0: <laughs> for, for the Android Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Mr. John Kessler, our entertainments manager. You did very well for the first episode as entertainments manager.
1: Yeah. Did you like the entertainments on that that break we had there? That was very entertaining. (laughs) Cool. Thank you. (laughs) Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. (laughs) Our
0: executive producer, Umberto Lenzi. (laughs) Yes. Uh, you're all fired. We're all fired. I don't know if the producer <laughs> really fires anybody. <laughs> but uh, Isn't the
4: producer the guy who handles the money behind that operation yes,
2: then?
0: Didn't fired. your computer crash? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: but yeah. the producer produces cheap. whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, want to say thank you. Uh, a glorious thank you to Mr. David Miller. He writes a blog of stuff of uh, women and other cool stories. Uh, what's what's the most current thing happening over there right now, Mister David? Uh,
4: probably tomorrow. I'm going to record episode three, even though it turns out, even though technically it's episode like eight of the podcast. I'm going to try to record that tomorrow, two two or three weeks late. And as far as the website goes, the last thing I posted was uh, pictures of Mary Kate Olsen from some magazine that I don't that I've never read.
0: All right. And uh, Joe, Joe Falby, our Oregon Bureau Chief. Uh, what do you got going on? Any uh, Anything you want to plug, Joe?
3: Uh, well, uh, there's a land party coming up I'm going to be going to. It's still a couple weeks away, but uh, there's definitely some. Land party Northwest? Uh, no. Oh. Oh. It's a damn land.
0: Oh, that's right. Damn land. That's
3: right. Out in, uh, out in Olympia, Washington, it's going to be a great time a uh, couple friends uh close friends of mine put it on i've helped with it in the past i'll probably do something to help with it this time anyway it's a really good time head uh, check it out it's uh uh you google search for damland you'll find it um
0: damland.net
3: uh, damland.net yep and uh you know it's it's uh, it's a really good event it's underneath a um there's a bar right upstairs you can go and get drinks at and it is going to be a BYOB event uh, I don't know how they worked it out, but you can bring your own liquor. if Isn't you Isn't that like against to.
0: some sort of law?
3: I thought. I asked them that too, and they said the the venue said it's not a problem. Hmm. So interesting. Uh, I guess uh, my understanding, from what I heard, the restaurant upstairs is not owned by the same company or same business that owns the downstairs area. So ah, the,
0: uh, there you, know, you go. Liquor
3: restrictions do not apply. Um. So, yeah, anyway, uh, it should be a great time. Um, you know, They have, uh, they have space. I'm, I'm looking at their website right now to figure out how much space they have here. Uh, they have 20 people paid right now. Um, I don't know what their limit is, but uh, it should be a really, really good time. Oh, 50 people is their limit, so they're, they're at 20 people paid right now. Um, it starts on the 27th of this month.
0: And um, I'll be there. Uh, now, uh, I believe what, Umberto, you were saying you won't be able to make it for this with Damlin, right? You got no. something going
2: on? Yeah, I have, I have um, my friend who I usually go with uh, to the Sounders game. But we're going there. And also there's a friend who's coming out from Portland uh, who's going to be visiting. Oh. Huh. So it'll be his first
1: Sounders game.
0: And John can't fully commit yet because of firefighting. Yeah. But if you can make it, do you think you can go? I'm going to try. All right. Well, uh, we can, uh, maybe you and I and Joe can work uh, lodging or something out. Yep. So, yeah, all we right.
3: We can probably uh, get a couple of other people from there to work on, to figure something out, too. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, sweet. All right. Well, there's the, the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend. We'd appreciate it. Uh, you know, we'd love it. Uh, but anyway, that's the show. That's the wrap of Geek Gamer
1: Weekly. Your choice for anything for geeks and gamers and stuff. And I'll say thanks, for, uh, thanks, Sniper, for listening there on the uh, IRC channel. Oh, I, I don't even have the, the IRC yeah. channel up. Yeah, you know, you think I'm sl- am <laughs> sleeping over here, but I'm actually watching stuff. Okay, well that's that's fine then.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you have a great week of gaming. Uh, and we end the show each and every week, each and every week the same super way. Say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. See you next week. Joe. Bob Sagan. Bob Sagan. <laughs>